Good afternoon. Welcome to our Annie Q. I am Annie, the host of today's episode. Today is an interesting episode as we have a guest, Tiffany and Omai. Um, first of all, uh, it's time for you to introduce yourself. Um, hi, I'm Omi. Hi, I'm Tiffany. And we have a page on Instagram where we review books. I want to ask about um, what motivated you to review books? Well, I've always liked to read, so I came across Bookstagram in passing and I saw some pages that review books, so I thought that we could do it, so I went ahead and messaged Tiffany and we decided to do it. Yeah, I was really excited when she um, DM'd me because I was really interested in books as well. It's amazing. And um, I'm curious about which book uh, changed your mind. Oh, well, I'm guessing you mean um, about my love for reading. So um, the book that changed my mind was actually the last thing he told me. Um, it was a romance novel and I was like very interested in the book and that's where I learned that I actually had a love for reading. Mine would have to be To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. It's a classic and I read it, I believe, last summer and that's what really got me back into reading. Oh, we love uh, the book that you share. And um, next, could you tell us what benefits of reading books? I think that there are so many benefits of reading books. Um, you can expand your vocabulary and you just really, you broaden your perspective and your worldview. So books can really give you entertainment while still learning. Yeah, I agree with Omi. Um, reading um, has a lot of benefits, as she said, and one of my favorite benefits would have to be um, that it exercises your brain and that it's amazing how you can exercise your brain while being entertained, you know? Yeah. Um, between books on paper and e-books online, which should you suggest people read? Um, Tiffany, you can go ahead. Okay. So personally, I prefer um, paper books because thing with ebooks is that if I read something off of my phone and I get a notification, I'm going to get distracted easily and I have a very, very short attention span. And so um, it's just easier for me to read from um, paper books. I totally agree. There's just something about having the physical book that just makes it all the more enjoyable for me. But it really depends on the person. If you know that you don't get distracted, then you should do ebooks. But if you think that you're going to get distracted using an ebook, then I definitely recommend the physical book. And if you're in online school and you're already on your computer like 10 hours a day, paper books are definitely better. We also have um, paper book. Um, where do you usually discover new books? I usually discover my new books on either TikTok or BookTube or YouTube, I mean. Well, I had originally 
um, started looking at books on TikTok, but then I kind of shifted to YouTube and I see YouTubers like Jack Edwards and um, Carly, they recommend such good books. So I really personally enjoy YouTube. For me, um, I get my books off of TikTok or um, BookTok. Um, some of the books are actually like very overhyped, but I don't mind because like I'm interested to see like how other like other people's opinions on books before I read them. And yeah. Also, we have um, we have a good friend. Her name is Akila, and she sometimes recommends books for us as well. Can you recommend to us um, the TikTok? Uh, the name of TikTok or TikTok channel to find new books? Um, well, one um, TikToker that I like is actually called Isabella Gurley. Well, G-E-R-L-I. Um, I really like her recommendations. And yeah. Um, I also like um, Lauren's Library. That's Lauren's underscore library on TikTok. What books will you recommend for other people who start reading? I mean, a beginner um, of reading books and what um, must-have books? I think that if you're just getting into reading, you would want like a romance book, a short romance book that's really consuming because it grips you and it makes you want to read more. So if you're just getting into reading, I would recommend a book like Blackout by Danielle Clayton. Um, it's short, it's a romance novel. It follows different stories and they all kind of connect. And I think that that's really good if you're just getting into reading or you're a beginner. For me, I would recommend anything Colleen Hoover, especially It Ends With Us. That book was just amazing to me. And I think that not only me, but a lot of people will enjoy it if they were to read it. I'd also recommend um, One of Us is Lying by Karen McManus. I didn't personally enjoy it, but I know that a lot of beginner readers enjoy it. So, yeah. Um, it's amazing. Um, which book is always in your bag? In your school bag? Or um, around you anywhere? Tiffany, you can go. Well, for me, it'll have to be Without Merit by Colleen Hoover because that is what I'm currently reading right now. And I think that is very interesting and I really enjoy reading it. So that's a book that I would think would always be in my school bag. For me, um, the book that's always in mind is Anxious People by Friedrich Rackman. That's what I'm currently reading. Or The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, which I plan on rereading. Both are really good books with really good writing and I would recommend them to everyone. Uh, can you share with us uh, why, the, why this book is always in your bag? About the canteen or something like that? For me, the writing is just really great. And in Anxious People, it's kind of a mystery. So I'm really interested to find out who, you know, like committed the crime or what is the answer to the mystery. And for The Alchemist, it just teaches you a lot of really interesting lessons. And it's really interesting for me. So that's why it's always in my bag. 
For me, um, Without Merit is in my bag because I just really enjoy reading books that will make me cry. I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah, I really enjoy books that like make me cry. Like I'm emotionally attached to. Yeah. It's so interesting to hear about your sharing. Next, how do you choose the book you are going to read? Give some advices for the audience. Okay, so for me, I choose my books um, based off of the synopsis given on like the back of the book or something. And if I think that it's really interesting and it's something that I would like, then I go ahead and read that book. Pretty much the same for me. I read the plot and I see if it's something that I would be interested in, and if it is, I just pick it up. Most most people say the book is better than the movie. It is true for you. For me, I don't I don't I try to steer clear of books that have a movie. So I was gonna read Five Feet Apart, but I saw that there was a movie for that. I didn't watch it. I had watched the movie for The Hate You Give, so I decided not to read the book. I kind of just steer clear from that because I don't want to be disappointed by the book or disappointed by the movie. So I personally wouldn't know, but I think that the book would most likely be better because you kind of get to see the characters' inner thoughts and what they're thinking. So I really enjoy that. Um, for me, I never really had an experience with um, watching a movie and a book. I always just stick to reading the books, and if there happens to be a movie, then I guess that's cool too. And yeah. Do you think that the internet and television will eventually make books obsolete? I don't think so because I think that there will always be a community of book lovers and people who just want to read. Um, I do think that television and the internet may minimize it some, but I think that there are always going to be people who just really want to read the book. Yeah, I definitely agree with Omi. Um, television and the internet, um, I think, are definitely like um, bigger like entertainment wise, like bigger. But I feel like the book community is very strong in that we will always read no matter what. I am curious about how can you manage time between studying at school and reading books every day or review books? Um, I would actually like to do first. So for me, um, I set my priority straight, of course. Um, I think that you should prioritize your schoolwork over reading because reading is definitely optional, but your, yeah, your priorities definitely matter with this one. I think that for what works for me is I set a certain time aside. So what I'll do is before I go to bed, I'll read my book before I go to bed. You just have to set, pick a time and just dedicate that time to reading and pick a time and dedicate that to your schoolwork. It's all about scheduling or balance. If you had to live on a desert island for a year and you could only bring one book, what would you bring? 
Um, I would either bring a sort of religious text like the Bible or the Quran because you can read that over and over and it'll always be interesting and you can just get you can interpret things differently and things like that and they're long books so they're interesting to read so that's what I would pick for me it would have to be like a book that's like very very long to keep me entertained while I'm on the island and yeah um do you love reading books um which has many chapters series or there is only one story. I enjoy reading like standalones, but I I read a book and the sequel is coming out. I like reading series, I think. I like when a sequel comes out after there's a cliffhanger at the end. I don't read a lot of series though. I actually haven't read any, but I do like when a sequel comes out and I like reading books with a lot of chapters. Um, I've never actually read a series. Maybe I need to try that. But yeah, I would say that I'm more interested in standalone. Have you ever feel bored or tired of reading the books which has many chapters? If possible, how can you um, resolve your um, unsatisfied okay so for instance i was reading this one book and it was taking me forever to get through it it was so hard to read but i really was committed to finishing it and for me sometimes if the book isn't working for me i say sometimes i just have to put it aside and read something else because you don't want to waste your time trying to read a book that doesn't really interest you but for other books, if it's interesting and it's just like one chapter that's like really wordy and hard to read, I'd say just put it aside and come back to it later. Come with fresh eyes, take a nap, come back, come with fresh eyes so that you can just move on with it. Yes, I agree with her. I would say, um, so yeah, put the book down or find like another book that you think you would actually like really enjoy. And then when you finish reading that book, you come back the other book that you thought was boring. Mm -hmm. Wow, it's um, good advice. If you could choose between no reading for a month and no social media for a week, which would you choose? Well, for me, I would choose no social media for a week because, I don't know, I think I could do without social media. Like, cause like, I really enjoy human interaction anyway. So yeah. I think for me, I would do no reading for a month just because I really enjoy social media and it's how I interact with people, especially since COVID, I can't really see people in person. Um, and I get my news from social media as well. But with a book, I can kind of watch a movie or a TV show to get the same entertainment I would get from a book. And a month is a long time, but I do think that I would choose social media. I would, I would choose not to read for a month. Um, have you ever read a book in a day, the whole day, and do nothing um, except reading books? 
Yes, I've definitely done that recently, actually, with the latest book that, no, this second latest book that we reviewed on our Instagram, It Ends With Us. Um, yeah, I read that in less than 24 hours, and I was very invested and really determined to finish the book because I thought it was very interesting. I've never done that before, but I the fastest I've read a book is in two days. Never one day, just because I I get tired, my eyes get tired, so I haven't done that. But it's a goal. What do you often do while reading books? Oh me, I like reading with um white like white noise in the background, whether it's like rain sounds or maybe put like some classical music on to help me concentrate more because if it's too quiet, then I won't concentrate on the book. Me, what I'll do is basically the same. I have to have some kind of noise in my background, whether it be putting on my fan really loud so that I can focus, but I always need some kind of noise in the background so that I can just focus and read and I'll just lie down in my bed and read my book. And both both of you like reading books with music or in silence. I prefer in silence. I prefer to read in silence. No, I can't read in silence. I just yeah, I can't. Um, what kind of music do you listen while reading books? You can suggest some for us. Um, I didn't quite hear you. I listen to um, white noise. I don't really listen to music itself, but white noise works. Yeah, same. In your opinion, how can people practice reading on a daily basis? You know, it's kind of like I said before, you just have to really set time aside and dedicate that time to reading. You just have to make time for the things that you really want to do. So if you really want to read, just set a period of time aside and just read during that time. Yeah, definitely. Even if it's for like five minutes, you might find yourself really engulfed in the book and find yourself enjoying it. And you realize that you actually have a passion or a love for reading. For sure. Um, what do you think about a bookworm? Oh, I think that being a bookworm is good. I think that it's someone who just reads a lot all the time. You always see them in a book. Um, I think that I'm less of a bookworm than I was before, but I still think that I'm kind of a bookworm because I am always reading. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, being a bookworm definitely has its benefits, but you have as long as you have like the discipline to know when it's time to put it, put, sorry, when it's time to put down a book, and to really do other things in your life. And yeah, yeah, because you really don't want to become too encompassed and get distracted from other important things like school. Yeah, definitely. When you read books, um. Do you often um, write down something 
Like you um, do you take no? Um, personally, I don't. Um, I just read books and yeah, whatever comes to mind. I don't really think to write it down, but maybe I should try doing that sometime. I've been wanting to start doing that because the books that I've been reading lately, they have really good messages. So I've been thinking of starting to annotate my books or just taking a picture of the page when I see something that really strikes me. So I want to get into it. Did you have a favorite quote or lie um, in the book that you love most? You can share with us and why you choose that quote. I don't have one off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I don't have one off the top of my head right now. Well, for me, um, this quote comes from the book by Thea and by Adam Silvera. It goes, you may be born into a family, but you walk into friendships. Some you discover you should put behind you. Others are worth every risk. Um, I really like that quote because I know I don't know. It just um, really sat with me. Like I really related to it. Oh, sorry. I remember the quote now. Um, mine would be from The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, and it says, "The only thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve is the fear of failure." And I definitely agree with that because that is one of my biggest fears so I really like that quote it's an intriguing quote and we will remember that and share to the audience um next um if you could meet a character who would it be and why I think I would meet um in the book, I'm sorry, I've been mentioning this book a lot, but in the book, um, The Alchemist, there's a character, it's called, he's like the old king, and he's a very wise man, so I would definitely like to meet him. Um, I don't really have any characters that I think I would want to meet in real life, but if I was to choose, if I were to choose one, it would have to be... Mm, mm, Atlas from It Ends With Us because he had some really interesting experiences in his childhood that I would really like to hear more about. Do you judge a book by its cover? Would a shoddy cover put you off? I 100% judge books by their cover. If I see a book and it doesn't have a nice cover, I'm not picking it up unless I hear like a hundred good reviews about it. Because like, for example, the book I'm reading right now, Anxious People, I saw it. I'd never heard anything about it before, but I saw it when I was shopping. I liked the title and I liked the cover, so I picked it up. I pick up a lot of books for their covers. Like, for example, I was reading Happily Ever Afters. That's a book by Elise Bryant and I picked it up but I didn't really like the cover because I thought that it looked a bit childish and I had regretted buying it regretted buying it but it was a good book so sometimes a shoddy cover I think it can put me off but I think that books can be good even if they don't have a cover that you like 
I actually disagree with Omi. Um, I don't judge book by its cover. It's more of if I hear positive things about the book um, and if I think that I would enjoy reading it. Um, finally, um, do you have something to say to the audience? Of course. Um, I would say to follow us on Instagram at um, Tiffany and Omi Read. We do book reviews and um, we recommend books. And also um, listen to the podcast, like listen to more of Annie's podcast and give more of them a listen because I think her podcasts are really good. And also just make time for reading. It's one of the most it's one of the best things that you can do for your mind and for yourself. We really appreciate your sharing and your recommendation. And thank you for having time to be guests with our interesting episode. We can hear many um, tips and to um, have motivation to uh, do podcasts in the future so finally thank you so much for being our guest today thank you so much for having us it was our pleasure